Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. Today, we are excited to be joined by Charlotte Clark, Director, and Megan Diversa, Associate Director at Diversa Partners. On this edition of the show, Ms. Clark and Ms. Diversa discuss the role of the Chief People Officer and how the position has evolved. Our guests will then discuss what they expect for the role going forward and what the ideal Chief People Officer looks like in 2022. Charlotte and Megan, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having us, Rob. All right, let's have a good conversation today. I, I know you're both enthusiastic, so let's jump right in. Why is the role of the Chief People Officer so important, and what value add do they provide to an organization? Well, I think companies more so now than ever are really recognizing the importance and significance of the Chief People Officer. The most revenue-oriented function is the people function. I mean, it's a function that gives you the biggest ROI, right? And that's no longer a secret in Silicon Valley. I would say the one thing that's happened in tech over the last maybe like five to seven years is the expectations of a people leader have shifted dramatically. Employees today expect to feel aligned with the company, with the mission, with its impact, you know, defining how your company has a larger impact on society is no longer a choice. I think purpose is a necessity. And so if employees don't feel that alignment, you know, there are so many other companies out there that they can join. So the role was different 10 years ago. Now, HR isn't HR. It's people, it's culture, it's, it's another innovation hub for the organization, just like product innovation. You know, it's about being the salesperson, speaking to why you should join the company and the Mm -hmm. operational leader, ensuring you have all of the tools and opportunities for development that will make you want to stay at a company. And while compensation is a factor, and that's, I mean, something that we've seen one of the biggest changes in over the past two years, you can't create an effective people strategy solely around compensation because there's always going to be another company that can pay more. Chief people officers architect and employee life cycle that encourages retention while optimizing for growth. You know, the great CPOs work in lockstep with the CEO to build out the 10 year plan and drive the company forward while constantly evolving to meet the demands of an ever changing market. And I would say, sorry, the last two years with COVID specifically, what we've expected from companies and CPOs has really changed because the CPO became the chief health and safety and mental officer, right? With an expectation to not only value, but respond to the direct needs of the lowest compensated and entry level employees all the way up to the CEO at plus be the face for DE&I for the org. Again, I think this shift predated COVID, but the past two years really accelerated and amplified it. Like the struggle to hire and retain workers is the biggest threat to meeting business goals in 2022. And so that's led the CPO's responsibilities and status to rise. It's amazing the number of ways I've heard how COVID has impacted the industry. You you know, I I just, it seems to come up in every podcast that we do and and how we're all adjusting. A hundred percent. Absolutely. I think it's forced the entire tech ecosystem to be really innovative and forward thinking about how do we progress our organization forward without compensating, um, you know, all the things that make an organization really great. 
So I think it's forced uh, all leaders to think outside the box and chief people officers were the first, um, whether they, whether they chose it or not, they were the first executives that had to spearhead that. Let, let's kind of bounce off what you just said. Discuss how the role of the chief people officer has evolved and continues to evolve. Yeah, it's a great question. Um, you know, we don't really, we don't call it the head of HR anymore for a reason because the reality of it is, is that the chief people officer is really like the CEO of the people function, right? Um, it's not just human resources. And these are the people that are responsible for connecting people strategy to the business strategy, to business operations, and ultimately to the return on investment for a company. So in my opinion, chief people officers are like one of the most important revenue generating functions in a company because at the end of the day, they're responsible for your people and people drive business results. So I think it's a couple of things. One, it's really meshing together what has been known as traditional HR, which is like comp and benefits, systems and operations. And now it's really marrying that with the operational and strategic discipline that is required um, and really needed in this function today of performance management, learning and development, talent acquisition, employee success, belonging. I think it's really about, and I love this term of like human capital. I think it's really about defining what human capital means for a company today. That's a great term. Um, right, right. The employees and also the company's customers. It matters both internally and externally, right? Sure. So I think a couple of the, like a couple of the key things is these execs are really, really good at solving problems. And it's a really critical part of the business that is not just a function that delivers these, you know, like resources to the company, but it's something that the entire company is in, involved with and it cares about and cares about it. So um, I also think credit is due to, you know, the founders and CEOs of today too, that have placed a real importance on hiring for this role and recognizing the impact that this executive has on an organization. Um you know, I remember, I remember hearing a chief people officer, um, explain the difference between having, and this goes back to your question more about like, how has it evolved yeah. and how does it continue to evolve? Sure. Um, I remember hearing a chief people officer explain the difference between having intentional or nonlinear careers that somehow that in the people function, meaning they could have started in the people function from the beginning and learning and development, HR, people organization. Um, and then others, they could have come from more of a nonlinear background, meaning, you know, they could have been a GM of a business unit, a founder and CEO at one point, a CMO, or they could have come from like corp dev or banking. Like there's no right or wrong here. I think that the common thread is between, between these, you know, individuals is that they were always pulled to the people aspects of the business. Um, and I also think that you know, the function today demands a really heightened and elevated sense of consciousness of how you are thinking about your employees and understanding how we, you and I as humans feel valued. Um, And another term that I'll throw out that I, that I absolutely love and I've loved learning about it is just more about, I think the best leaders in this space 
are authentic and create a space of psychological safety in an organization. I think that's a term that you and I have both probably heard a lot. Um, and it's a term that I love and that we're hearing more and more of today. Um, and the, you know, I think that in tech and especially in HR, Google did a study on this. It was called Project Aristotle. Um, this was probably back in like 2012 or something, but they did a study where they basically studied what made really high performing teams. Um, and they found that team norms and psychological safety made their teams perform at their best. So today, people executives are creating works, workplaces where employees feel comfortable sharing and bringing their ideas forward. And today's chief people officers create these environments where employees feel really empowered to engage. I also think that is a huge factor in retention, culture, and just innovation for the function in general. Do you think CPOs are the next presidents, CEOs, COOs, etc.? And what similarities do you see in the roles? I'll throw it to both of you. We love you know, this question. I, would, I love it. Yeah. And, and I would hope so, you know, and I, I think it can happen and we will see it more and more, but only business minded CPOs who understand the enabling elements of HR to driving enterprise performance, right? And HR as an innovation hub. As Megan mentioned, we're seeing these quote unquote non traditional HR leaders, you know, people who came from other parts of the business. Maybe there were GMs previously. They're moving into the CPO role. So I think progressive organizations will move the CPO into president or CEO roles because they understand talent and culture are the true enablers of performance. Again, like there's no more valued asset than the operational aspect of people. The people charter is the company charter. People and operations of a company are interchangeable and you can't have success in one without the other. So with the right people around them, yeah, CPOs can easily step into the role of CEO and president because it's so much of their role already today. That's a very good and promising answer. That's that's excellent. Uh, Megan, anything from you? I think that I think that another interesting um, another interesting way to think about the evolution of the people function in terms of becoming company operators outside of just HR and people. Um, you know, especially for a lot of companies that provide, um, like take a lattice, for example, um, I think a lot or an envoy, like products that are working to get employees back to work and products that are also like chief people officers favorite. I think there's a really interesting dynamic where the chief people officer for those companies, like I think that they easily they, they might as well be the CEO. And I think we are seeing oftentimes more than not that, you know, CHROs are being called to be the CEOs, the COOs for those companies because they've lived and breathed. Um, they, they're the spokespeople for those products. So I, I think that's also another vertical, um, outside of, outside of the fact that regardless of what product a company is offering, yes, I agree that HR um, you know, traditional HR has transitioned to chief people officers that are real operational leaders. And that can mean, you know, that can be for any type of industry or, or company product. 
So we've discussed the evolution and we've discussed the potential for what a CPO can become. What's the ideal chief people officer in 2022? What qualities do you look for in a CPO for your clients? And do you expect this to change in the next five to 10 years? Why would that be? Yeah, I think if if you take experience, you know, operations, people, um, talent, culture, and infrastructure, you know, to support the scale of a business, that is the chief people officer. Um, I think at this point in time today for people leaders, there's no one size fits all. Um, I don't think that there is only, you know, one type of ideal chief people officer. Um, I think that the chief people officer is different for every company and what that company's mission goals and objectives are like, that is what is ideal for them. Um, I definitely expect the landscape, you know, of chief people officers to change in a way. And in a way I, I almost, you know, I implore it changes over the next five to 10 years, because if it doesn't change, that means that we aren't continuing to evolve and, and diversify workforces and thought leadership. Um, you know, and, and we know that building a company should reflect what your employees and customers look like. Um, diverse teams mean varied experiences, which in turn only amplify creativity and disruption and trust and innovation even more. Um, but I think that like, you know, diverse partners in general is really serious and really passionate about amplifying the need to build diverse teams and reshaping what the current landscape of tech looks like in general. Um, Charlotte, do you want to add anything too? No, I, I mean, I completely agree. I think that the diversity conversation is one that we're, we're having across the board and it's, it's like we're kind of sitting here thinking finally diversity of background, diversity of thought, diversity across the board. No question. No, no question. Very well said. Um, Let's circle back to the concept of a chief people officer needing to be great people, a great people leader, a great personal leader, if you will. Great people leaders. How big of a key to success is this and why? Huge. People are... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everything. I mean, people are what accelerate your business forward, right? As I said earlier, people will define a company's success. So having a CPO who can lead, inspire, connect, and motivate is crucial, right? What's an organization without its people? It's just a product, which is still important. But your team, you know, a company's people drives the organization forward. And I can't think of a more important role in the executive suite than the one in charge of people. Yeah, I think it goes back to the point of I think the best people leaders are incredibly authentic and it creates a sense of connection with with their employees, with an organization. Um, And I think it's about I think these people do these executives do a really, really good job of empowering those around them. and also empowering, you know, the CEO, the founder, the executive team across, you know, every function. Um, I think that great people leaders in general, whether it's HR, uh, whether it's chief people officers or not, I think that they need to be great people leaders in order to build a 
highly functioning organization for one and one that creates a space where employees want to stay. It's such a competitive market where I think if you're a great people leader in general and you're creating and cultivating that kind of culture inside of an organization, you're creating a space where employees want to stay and they want to be along for the journey and the adventure and the ride. And I think that great leaders do that for their organization and for their employees. You both said it so well. It's it's everything. Mm-hmm. It I is think, everything. Out, <laughs> outstanding CPOs yeah. bring out the best in others, right? And they can navigate the hardest decisions for the organization that require them to be caring, but also have resiliency and, and grit. As we yeah. begin to wrap up, is there anything either one of you would like to add or both of you would like to add? Please, uh, a final thought from each of you. I, I would say that, go ahead, Char. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> We're like, one final thought. I know. <laughs> Do we have one another hour? <laughs> all of right. our time on. Exactly. I think, you know, our company was founded on and revolves on the belief that there are three things that define a company's success. Number one is the people. Number two, the timing. And three is the idea. And number one accelerates the rest. Yeah. Way to wrap it up, Char. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I think going back to also just like how Charlotte closed out of that last question, um, I just can't think of a more important role in the executive suite than the one in charge of the people. You know, like it is your, it's your team. Yeah. And I just, going back to what we said before, like it is everything. Um and I think that the entire ecosystem recognizes that today. Really well said. Such an important topic, and I'm so grateful to both of you today. Thank you so much Thank for you having so me. Much. It was so fun. It, it really was. It was great to meet you. It, it's a great topic. It's great to meet both of you. And, and as I said, thank you so much for your time and input on the role of the chief people officer. The role is due to look very different in the future, and it seems like Diversa Partners is staying ahead of the transition. It'll be interesting to see what the position looks like down the road. That's all the time we have today. Alongside Charlotte Clark and Megan Diversa of Diversa Partners, I'm Rob Adams, and this has been Talent Talks.